0: Are we good? Okay. Hello, this is Dr. Barbara Kiel. Actually, a lot of my clients prefer to call me Dr. Bibi, and I quite like it, to be honest, because I think there is a ring to it. Dr. Bibi, don't you think? you are listening to my podcast, To Be Honest, a podcast which will show you how easy it is to be honest. What? You don't believe me? Well, stick around and let me give you the tools and knowledge. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Bibi and welcome to my podcast, to be honest, and thank you for joining me this week. Okay, so now let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes as long as you are not driving or operating heavy machinery. So take a deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. And as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart. And imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe all is well. And so it is. Take another deep breath in. Five, four, three, two, one, and exhale out loud. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Okay, this week is part two of domestic and family violence. Last week I promised to share the different forms of domestic and family violence. So without further ado, let's get started. Now it is important to know that domestic and family violence may happen all through a relationship or it may start or become worse at certain times. For example, when people separate or during pregnancy, or during court proceedings. Allow me to reiterate what I mentioned last week. Men can also experience violence as victims. And most men do not use domestic and family violence. They are good men. Women can also use violence in relationships. And research shows that domestic and family violence is, unfortunately, most often done by men against women. And the first form of abuse is emotional and psychological. So how does it show up? The abuser may threaten to harm a person, their children, or their property. They may try to intimidate a person, meaning their victim, for example, by standing over them. Using manipulation or mind games to make a person think they are crazy, and in psychology, it's called gaslighting. Threatening to disclose personal information about a person, for example, threatening to out them if they are in the same-sex relationship. Blaming a person for all the problems in the relationship. In other words, the abuser does not take responsibility for their own actions. Constantly comparing a person with others to damage their self-esteem and self-worth. Telling a person that they will be deported from Australia, US, UK, wherever that you may be, that police will not help them or that no one will believe them. Controlling what a person can do or say, for example, what they can or cannot wear. Threatening to kill or hurt themselves to try to control a person. For instance, suicide. That means threatening to kill themselves if um, they leave them. Threatening to share intimate images or videos of a person, particularly nowadays um, with modern technology. They may have taken your nude photos while having sex, and now they threaten to post those images online. Um, Threatening to withhold medication or things a person needs for their health or quality of life. Hurting or threatening to hurt animals. Treating a person like a servant driving dangerously to scare a person in the car. So basically, emotional and psychological abuse can also include other forms of domestic and family violence, such as verbal abuse, that means calling, name-calling, social abuse, financial abuse, spiritual abuse, damaging property, stalking, systems abuse, reproductive abuse, or technology abuse. What about physical abuse? So what does physical abuse look like? Hitting, punching, kicking, or bashing a person. shoving, pushing, biting, spitting on a person or pulling their hair. Throwing things at a person. Choking or suffocating a person. Needless to say, the obvious ones are Uh, Using weapons such as guns, knives, or other objects, hammers, so on and so forth. Withholding food, medicine, or not allowing a person to sleep. Forcing a person to take drugs. Or pressuring a person to have sex or do something sexual they don't want to do. Um touching a person or kissing them without their consent, uh, that would fall under sexual abuse. My audience, we have to understand that many years ago, well, actually, I shouldn't say many years ago, not too long ago, there is no such thing as husband rapes a wife, right? Right? Because they think that they, meaning the husbands, and society in general, believe that as long as you're married, a husband has every right to have sex at any given time with his wife, without her consent. And now we know that it is a form of rape if you don't get consent from the other partner. Next is a verbal abuse. Behavior such as calling a person names or putting a person down, for example, attacking their intelligence, sexuality, race, or ethnicity, body, image, or capacity as a parent or partner. Swearing at or humiliating a person, yelling or screaming at a person. Then, what is social abuse? Isolating a person from other people, for example, stopping someone from seeing or contacting their friends or family, or by being rude to their friends or family to alienate them. Forbidding or preventing a person from going out or meeting people. Humiliating or shaming a person in public. Moving to a location where a person has no friends, support or employment opportunities and restricting a person's use of the car or phone. The abuse can come in the form of financial abuse, such as stopping a person from accessing money, such as bank accounts, cash, pensions, or benefits. Closely monitoring a person's spending or by giving them a small allowance. Stopping a person from working or studying. Demanding money from someone or taking their belongings. Forcing a person to sign documents, take on debts, or claim welfare payments. Taking complete control of all money. Dowry abuse, for example, a man or his family demanding money from his wife or her family with threats. Now, this is still happening in some third world countries like Pakistan, Bangladesh, and even in India. Next is spiritual abuse. Preventing a person from practicing their religion, faith, or culture. Forcing a person to do things against their beliefs or to join a religion. Criticizing a person's cultural background or religion. Speaking badly about a person in their religious community and using religious teachings or cultural tradition to justify violence. A domestic violence perpetrator can use damaging property, um, meaning destroying property that belongs to the victim, Be shared or belong to your children or someone else, for example, toys or furniture or automobile. Damaging the house, for example, punching walls, breaking windows, kicking in doors, or trashing the house. Breaking a person's phone or cutting the phone line when they try to call for help. Damaging the car, uh, for example, breaking windows, installing tracking devices, or tampering with the car. It may also come in the form of harassment or stalking. So behaviors such as following, watching, or monitoring a person, wanting to know where a person is all the time. Going through personal information, for example, emails, social media, text messages, voicemail, call logs, browsing histories or phone bills, harassing a person through their phone or over the internet, for example, through repeated calls, text messages or emails. Behaviors such as tracking a person's movements, for example, through GPS devices or inbuilt GPS setting on a phone to find out where they are at 24-7. Installing spyware on a person's device to get their private information, passwords, photos, texts, or emails, or to secretly record their conversations or access inbuilt cameras using video surveillance, webcams, drones, or other recording devices to record a person without their consent. I mentioned earlier about system abuse. So what does that look like? Uh, manipulating the legal system against a person or threatening to do this, for example, repeatedly taking someone to court without a good reason or threatening to have them deported. Threatening to report a person to authorities such as police, immigration, the Child Protection Department or possibly Centrelink if you are in Australia. Next form of abuse is reproductive, meaning forcing a person to fall pregnant, to terminate pregnancy, or to use or not use birth control. Next is forced marriage. Making a person marry when they don't fully and freely consent This can include where they are a child or by using force, family pressure, threats, deception, or harm. This is against the law in Australia and in most developed countries because as we all know, uh, there are countries right now, their culture, is forced child marriage. If a child is at risk of being removed from Australia to be married, we have the duty to call the Australian Federal Police on this matter. I just want my listeners to know that. Next is technology abuse, which is happening quite often these days. Harassing a person through their phone or over the Internet, for example, through repeated calls, text messages, or emails. Installing spyware on a person's device to get their private information, passwords, photos, text, or emails or to secretly record their conversations or access inbuilt cameras. Now this may sound familiar to you as if I'm repeating myself because earlier I mentioned about harassment abuse. And since um, we are all using, well majority of us at least, using modern technology, so therefore it sounds as if I'm repeating myself. Having said that, it is important to know all these abusive behaviors. So if I have to repeat myself, so be it. Posting personal information about a person online, for example, their address, phone number, or email address to encourage others to harass them. Impersonating or defaming a person online, For example, using fake social media accounts. Last and not least, recording or sharing intimate images of a person without their consent or threatening to do this. Last one that I'm going to share is one of the most important ones, and that is exposing a child to domestic and family violence. That is a form of family abuse. So when children are exposed to domestic and family violence, they are direct victims of that violence. For example, a child will be exposed to domestic and family violence if they see or hear domestic and family violence against a family member. This can include when a child is in a different room or asleep in the house, when there's a police or an ambulance comes to a call out, when they see a family member's injuries, when children have to comfort a family member experiencing domestic and family violence, when a child has to help to clean up after an incident, and when a child misses school because of domestic and family violence. These are all abusive behaviors for a child. Or they are forced to watch the violence participate in the violence of spy on a family member. They are threatened, verbally abused or harmed as a way of trying to intimidate a family member. When a child sees damage to furniture, toys or family belongings. When a child try to stop the violence or defend a family member. When a child needs to help care for a hurt or distressed family member or go to the doctor or hospital with them. When a child sees pets being harmed or find out a pet was given away, harmed or killed. When a child is asked not to tell anyone about domestic and family violence. When a child is turned against the parent who is the victim of domestic and family violence, for example, through constant put-downs, isolation, or violence in front of a child. So make no mistake, parents out there, when you expose your children to domestic violence violence, Your children are direct victims of that violence. So my audience, if you or you know of someone that is experiencing what I have shared with you in this episode, please, please ask them to get help and have them feel free to contact me if they want any clarification or professional help. And on that note, thank you for spending the time with me and your support is much appreciated. So until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www.dot.drbarbarakiao.dot.com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O dot